0: Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to a Keys 107 Network special with your host, Sister Rafika. And just remember, if your Blog Talk Radio is not on the Keys 107 Network Well, your blog talk radio just ain't on. special show as we observe Earth Day here. Uh thank you Ernie Smith for that wonderful intro music. Um uh, that's the song Lonely. Uh we've got uh Doctor Cheryl Murrow who's on the line just waiting to jump into this conversation. We're gonna mm-hmm. Guarantee to make your skin crawl And to make you think We're going to provoke thought in your mind About the chemicals that's being used on you And around you In the hair care industry And the nail industry So welcome uh, Dr. Morrow Welcome back to the Keys 107 Network And it's always a pleasure for you to be with
1: us It's good to be back (laughs) (laughs) It really is We've
0: been planning this show for quite yes, a while, yes. and I just didn't want a no long intro today. I just wanted to like <laughs> roll out the sleeves up and just jump right into it. Good, good I mean, good, of good. course,
1: those who don't know you need to have some background on you. So mm-hmm. uh, let's just start there. Okay. Well, I am, am part of a hair care legacy in the family. Obviously, my father is Willie Morrow. Father of the afro and the curl and the blow dry comb and an afro pick and the first utility patented comb and I mean and just all types of relaxer and of course, on Earth Day, the eco green straightening hair straightening technology and water soluble oil technology and that's what we do here and just personally, I lived in uh New York City for nineteen years and just putting programs together for us to really fundamentally understand um curly hair as a science as a um as we green and become part of the grander broader eco green um conversation just globally and black hair can fit into that um dialogue very well and that is what we're going to discuss today
0: so well, you mentioned the um, eco green. Um, then you talked about the um, water soluble hair care products. And then I remembered when you came on the keys before, um, you said that one of the first things that people should look for
1: in in the ingredients is water.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's that
1: water. blew my mind because that seems so simplistic. But <laughs> well, most people don't realize that you know, and I tease some of our like teaching professionals and i say and i ask them do you wash your hair with toilet water and of course the first oh. thing they say is no and i says well all pipes run the same you have no separate pipes there's no separate reservoir same water is running into your home so if you don't have a water system water is very important water will go places will sink into your skin and your pores faster than any other any chemical ever will so if the water is bad, hot, burnt, chlorine or any other things that the municipal, you know, the city has to put in to to keep it at least safe. Those things, you know, cosmetically may not be good for you. Um, You may get, um, you know, when you boil a a pot of water, and if you over boil it and and of course it evaporates, you have a very thin dust left Mm -hmm. in your pot. And you can, you know, Dig it out and pull it out with your finger, but that mm-hmm. is essentially what is in your water, and most people tend to think that that and see, and that is why all the other ingredients in your shampoos and conditioners. See, that's what they're fighting against. See, they really don't condition; they're just really to offset the effects of water. That's why all those oils and and, and things are in and those slick things and panthenols and humectants. See, that's what really why they're there. They're really to offset the effects of ash. Or how many times have we said, girl, put some lotion on your your, your feet? Ash. Mm-hmm. Ash is not a natural occurrence on the skin. That's the effects mm. of soap and water. Really, actually, water. But in any case, um, so that's very important. That And, of course, and I understand that most people can't afford uh, water treatment, And uh, water treatment, but that is the one single most important thing for uh, skin, you know, skin health, scalp health. Um, Issues like asthma, psoriasis, and eczema; those things are exacerbated and irritated by chlorine and um, chemicals in, in the water. So that is very important. I hope that 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 the listeners really really pay attention to that and to to live well. Uh, those who you know, and most people will say, it is to, to invest in a water system. You know, instead of you know, designer clothes or designer bags, to have designer water is is the ultimate. Uh, to me, you it know, is, oh,
0: mm-hmm. you mentioned the um the water treatment system. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about which is the focus of our topic, um, which we have we're in our do home. Two part.
1: Yeah, which I have in my home. You have in your home, I have in my home. And we have, and right, and we have it in our lap.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, we're mm-hmm. going to do two parts. One, the second part is going to, or I should say, the latter part. It may not be the second mm-hmm. part, <laughs> right? But we're going to talk about the um, <laughs> the healthy hair, healthy hair pro- project. Yes. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, um, in talking about how. The um, environment of the hair care salon is is not safe, and and that 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 water well, the, for, well, the, filtration the system.
1: Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Let's start it, here. Well, it was well, yeah, the Healthy Hair Project was created um, in nineteen. I don't know about two thousand four, two thousand five, and the reason why I created it was because of my peers, my professional peers, were um, becoming ill and that their environment uh, was toxic. And, of course, we all know that a client is in the chair maybe, you know, an hour and a half to three hours. It could be four or five, depending, uh, on a Saturday or a busy day. But that hairstylist is in there 12 to 15 hours a day, constant, six days a week. Mm. So, I uh, and as we embarked as a family and as a as a, a company here and as Dr. Morrow uh, would we, study, you know, healthier ways to process hair because processing it, regardless if it's going to straight to curly or curly to straight, is time consuming. So you're exposed to chemical or you coloring and using bleach and using you know um, other colorants. Um, you could be processing exposes you to more than 30 minutes of of, of chemical exposure. So I, I decided to create an initiative for us to just at least talk about it and become aware. And for professionals and beauty professionals who had gotten sick um, bronchitis, uh, severe respiratory issues, um, headaches, um, poor circulation, um, gastritis, very bad digestion. Um, nasal issues, um, neck and back, and feet and legs um, issues, and when especially, and then two, of course, diseases that they cannot explain. You know, um, such as um, just weed, but blood and septic issues. Um, mm-hmm. So, just becoming exposed, and we're talking about not just regular chemicals; we're talking about chemicals that consumers use. Uh, we're talking about spritz, we're talking about gels, we're talking about oils, we're talking about, um, essential oils are very toxic. Uh, mm-hmm. you do not use them properly. Um, they become carcinogens once you heat them. Um, and, and we're talking about very high heat, we have them flat irons and curling irons and, uh, um, dryers and blow dryers and things of that nature. Not that heat's bad, which is a whole other conversation. Um, Heat is healthy, but we're talking about in conjunction with uh, um, oils and other chemicals, such as spritz and alcohols. So um, the Healthy Hair Project brings it all back into how can we eliminate and how can we style and how can we change our uh, styling behavior. And as we change, we change the consumer body as well. And just making them aware and giving them alternative oils water soluble um technology versus very um synthetic oils and I'm not talking um mineral oil, and I'm not talking about those things that's a whole other conversation but um oils that are made to have high distillation rates like it, uh, like essential oils and things of that nature um uh-huh. um just to bring that awareness, just to bring the conversation that I'm having well, with your listeners and yourself to to them, to, to, to beauty professionals, and care about their health. Because if you can, if I can teach you to add ten to fifteen years of your life, which means ten to fifteen more years of wealth and money <laughs> and good service. And reteaching how important it is to be beautiful and to act beautiful and to behave beautiful is being uh, uh, ultimately beautiful. You can't live poorly. Put yourself in in, in harm's way and the result be beautiful. That is uh, diametrically opposed. It doesn't happen that way. So. That's the why the Healthy Hair Project was created, and the Healthy Hair Project goes in and out of every industry. It goes out of recycling. It goes into uh, teaching the beauty world to, and the consumer body with their beauty products, to be um, aware of the importance of of recycling. Send those bottles back to your company. I give a discount for when the customers send them back to me. Um, lighting and flooring and uh, you know, because if you're already using uh, processing chemicals, then you're going to uh, increase your exposure by using uh, disinfectant, um, ammonias on glass, trying to keep your force clean, and, and then, of course, you got the detergent in the washing machine and the dryer, and, you know, it goes on and on, Rafika. I mean, it goes on and on. So the healthier Project replaces uh, the things we've, the bad habits we've created, and just try to do things in a, in a earth-friendly way, and they're very easy too. They're not, you know, hard. People think that greening and, and, and being conscious, green-conscious in the environment, is, is difficult. It's not. It's actually, very easy. Well, thing. you you mentioned the the,
0: the flooring, the mm-hmm. lighting, and we we talked about the water. We touched on that, and I think, but mm-hmm. the water that might just be a um, an economic there,
1: that, consideration, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it is a uh, well, then again, extremely. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now, let's let's go deeper to in in that area because mm-hmm. when you rent an, a a space,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I don't I don't think I've ever thought to ask: Does a water
1: filtration system come with this? Well, what you would do is contact me, and I will make sure that you get that vendor that could give you that portable system. Hmm. And you can take it with you. You can put it. You can put it on your bowl. You don't necessarily have to, and, see, and that is one of the things that I am doing with the water company now. We are trying mm-hmm. to create that world of uh, uh, because it's you, you engineering wise. Uh, if there's of course any engineers uh, listening, engineering wise, that is the, the the future. It's bringing the the bathroom in the appliance world to to marry uh that to the beauty world and and allow and create those apparatuses that would would, would be much more functional and allow the, the salon world to embark on um chlorine-free uh novels on the shampoo bowls to where you can make it easier and 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 I think that you know and even though I'm speaking it to it into existence, and I am on cutting edge, and probably a conversation before its time, but that will—I I guarantee that that will be standard. You know, who wants you know unhealthy, dirty water? You know, who doesn't want beauty water?
3: You know, right? And I and I think right.
1: that it is. Um, it is a subject that is new. And I, I, and I realize that, that the, wor- the world has not been created. But there is always a vision. You know, there is always spirit before matter. So, you know, there's always a talking and a, and a dreaming and a vision. that I And, and I have been on water t- uh, technology several years ago. But the, after finding the company and the conversation, the company is ready, you know, willing to invest in that technology has not... Um, surface, you know, and until now, to, to try to bring those two worlds.
0: Well, you know, together. Cheryl, I'm, I'm still thinking about the water, and I, I mean, I, I hear you, and it makes sense, because, yeah. you know, you go to the hair salon to get your hair washed,
1: and, mm-hmm. and I know
0: I never, ever, until I spoke to you, thought about the water,
1: Yeah, it is, what is it being is, put into my it is, hair. A, it is the most quickest way to get healthy. And It's the quickest, most dangerous, most lethal way to get sick. Mm. Because of the molecule size, it will beat everything to the punch. It, 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 it. Once it, everything's at molecular weight. Everything matters at molecular weight. And water, water damage, and the reason why it's so dangerous. Water is dangerous because nothing can stop it. Nothing, mm. nothing, nothing can stop it. Because of the molecule size, it's so small, you know nothing you know that you know there's nothing there's nothing such thing as w- water clogging up something <laughs> water it <will laughs> go through anything you know so that is where if that's the case, then it can do more damage than anything, and then of mm-hmm. course, if once it's healthy, it wants it to be good. Then it can really get into the the the, the blood and really get into the cellular body, and then it can do great work. But if it's not a, if it's not good water, then it's harmful, extremely harmful. You know, waterborne, waterborne diseases are 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 killers, and that's because mm-hmm. they're, because they're waterborne. You know, and they're airborne. So once you them once you get something so small that you can't see it. Wow, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, if it's good water, and that's why it's important for the healthier project and my effort to make it good and to drive you guys' attention to making it good when you can, you know, because it is the ultimate statement of health, water. It is the ultimate statement.
0: Okay, so we're going to leave water for now, and let's (laughs) talk about some other elements or environmental Mm -hmm. harms
1: that come to us in the beauty salon. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is obviously air. Air quality mm. is horrible. Um, number one of the things that the Healthy Hair Project, and, and speaking of Earth Day, um, is that you can smell a salon that used to be in a building several years after it's gone.
2: Mm.
1: And that is because it has gotten in the paint, it's gotten in the floor, it's gotten, in, you know, and that's a problem. And we have an initiative Mm -hmm. called Breathe In in the Mm LTE project that I created to make sure that once I have created the awareness of Breathe In, then that means that mothers can now bring their children into the salon. When you cannot bring your child into a salon, that's a sign that there's a problem.
2: Mm.
1: And we say it so light as if that's the as if that's normal.
2: Mm-hmm. As if
1: our lungs as adults, you would think the mother as the caretaker of the baby, if we don't have you, then then the babies is is up the creek. So your lungs should be preserved as well. So but we don't think like that. We say, Oh no, don't bring the babies in here. We we can't, you know, don't bring the the small children and then it's okay for us to sit in a puff of smoke. It just doesn't make sense anymore. So I have that is one of the reasons why the Healthy Hair Project exists, is to teach hairstylists smokeless styling. If you can't blow dry, if you can't do things in without you know, developing and creating smoke, then we are not using the elements properly. Then that mm-hmm. means that when heat touches wetness, what do you get? Smoke. Mush. You know, when you get smoke then that means that why don't you do that hairdo after the hair fiber is a little more less water in it? Why don't we learn how in this and that's one of the things that as a trichologist when I studied in New York, you have to study alchemy. Because if you can study when you study alchemy, which is the sciences of the elements, you know, that's how distillation or the Philosopher's Stone, that's how you get that. It's because you've become a good command in, over the elements. You understand heat and fire and water and air. Once you understand those things, then you don't have to to, to create bad environments. We create bad environments because we don't understand what heat and water gets, you, you get smoke. Fire and water, you know, fire and air makes heat. Fire and water makes, you know, mm-hmm. steam. So the and all we're saying is is that once you become a a little more aware of the elements, and the healthy hair project doesn't allow you to you know you don't have to be an alchemist. We're not saying that. We're just saying that you need to be aware that if you heat that that wet hair up, then you're going to and of course if you put some type of product in that hair, Rafika, what you're going to do is once you heat it, the vapor will blow and will blow right there and that because one of the things that secondhand smoke is a dangerous thing, right? Well, secondhand chemicals after you cut the molecule, you make it steam, and now it's smoke, and then you're breathing it in. Well, it's the same principle. So we teach we we just allow the hairdresser to become more aware. And to say that your lungs and their lungs, you know, we want to keep you around here for and keep you healthy and keep your lungs healthy and keep your headaches, keep those headaches down and keep those uh, glaucoma and other things that will uh, irritate you and and, and create problems, those things that we don't have to have. So um, just teaching that in such a, a, a way airs and- you know it's important, and then oh God forbid if they you know have a lifestyle that that is uh challenging and puts their health in jeopardy, so now their work life and then their lifestyle puts them in jeopardy and healthy hair project has this you know conversation in a gentle uh, way not to not to, we don't make it clinical, but we do make it to the point where you know, it is easily implemented into their uh, into their career, and they understand it. You know, it takes a while for them to break the habits. You know, they say conditioning is harder to to deal with than intelligence. You know, conditioning just means that you know they've been doing it wrong for twenty years. Mhm. You know, that's what they always say. I've been doing here for twenty years. Well, you know, practice doesn't make perfect. <laughs> the right practice needs perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell them, mm-hmm. you know. That's what I tell them. So you, but,
0: uh, the solution for the water is, you said, to contact you, your company and, and your healthy hair health Yeah, if you're, a, if, you're right, if
1: you're an independent contractor and you're not the salon owner, which is, you know, mm-hmm. I can see the bring, will bring um, a compromising situation. So what you would do is you would contact me, and I would make sure that you can get that apparatus and you can get something in your area that it doesn't take uh, – you know, you can embark in in in, in, in 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 you know enjoy the fruits of healthy water, and it's a fabulous, it's amazing. You you would find that it's an amazing marketing tool. Healthy beauty is an amazing marketing tool, you know, because if you have seventeen, you know, in in a two mile radius, if you have seventeen to twenty salons, right, and you say, uh, we even have a green logo. And um, mm-hmm. she's our green lady, and uh, she's a mm-hmm. beautiful girl. She's got the she's head, her hair. Her yeah. hair is the tree. Yeah, her hair is the tree. And now that, um, and you can put that in your window. Or you can hang it up. You know, you can. Um, we'll give you the signage, and that allows you to engage into the conversation, and you can implement. Um, and we don't suggest that you, you know, you're not going to use everything that's going to be, you know, um, uh, eco-friendly or biodegradable, um, but. Where you can do it, you know, where you you know where you can't, and we we obviously you know we don't try to, but but where you can recycle, where you can be for energy, uh, you know, when you can reserve, you know, uh, conserve energy, where you can do it, become soul aware, and then actually sell that to the public. They love you for that. They Mm -hmm. love every hundredth person that salon will plant a tree in their honor. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that you can do to Mm -hmm. to really market yourself as being very eco-conscious, very eco-conscious. And putting together a sales team that actually goes out and does this, and it's affordable. And do you know that the city, state, and federal government will give you tax credit for it? Oh. You know, so that's very important. So that's an, also an extra incentive, and sometimes mm-hmm. you'll get tax credit just to allow me to come in and my sales team to come in and just talk to you about it. Wow, and that is making the change, and I think the beauty industry is so important because you are the coiffures and the trusslers and you're the professionals, you're the beauty professionals, you're beauticians. That's what you do. You make the world beautiful but you can't destroy the earth in trying to make us beautiful. That doesn't make sense. And yourself in, in, in the middle of it. So they get it. Wow. And, so um, we
0: talked about the water yeah. and we talked about the air.
1: Mm-hmm. And then what, what would be next? Well, I think um, after would be product. And then that's when mm-hmm. you actually learn how to physically uh, embark in into your daily styling Um there is much more consciousness, as you most people know, the Afro-ish, the, the curly hair consciousness, and the multicultural and multiracial individuals dealing with the fact that you know, of course, they have a different texture than the uh, than African descending people who are um, have the Afro-ish type. Um, that 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 the conversation and dialogue is now you know in vogue. So to be able to uh it's almost like a restaurant. I mean, you know, you offer a gluten free or a vegetarian menu. You know, salons should offer eco uh green and a better choice and a safer choice of straightening or texture enhancing as I mm-hmm. I call it. We don't say straightening. But you you know and and as the technology gets much more advanced and sophisticated to be allowed to allow the younger girls because the younger girls you know they don't want to be bothered with chemicals they think it's very uh, antiquated which I agree uh, for us to be 2013 and still having to suffer and, and to and to go through all these gyrations and the gas mask and and all this other craziness in in a world that the cell phone is almost smaller than you know a fingernail file is and and everyone is advancing except, except ethnic hair care so now with with the next step you know as you can completely engage and understand air and water it is to now use something that does not pollute the air in the water now that you understand it and to prevent um uh, scalp issues uh hair loss issues and now it's in the preventative stage into implementing a a solid um, texture enhancer a a press system a flat ironing system straightening system natural hair care system a great shampoo that and uh, oils that um don't have toxic bodies uh are water soluble which works with water um and, too, it's very important that we get rid of some of the myths at that point. And then it's education. And, uh, um, it's product. How, how do we implement it? Well, you know, now you can bring in the, uh, the eco green customer. Now you can bring in the beauty, uh, conscious customer. Now you can mm-hmm. create your clientele because you now can offer the ones who are a lot, little more conscious. And, mm-hmm. uh, children. Uh, um, and, and men have low tolerance for, um uh, toxic. They have, you know, harsh chemicals. Men have very low tolerance for that. Um, you know, th- th- men do not, uh, that's just a price they don't want to pay. You know, they just really think it's nonsense. So, and uh, you know, it's almost like chemi- uh, harsh chemicals and heels. They may like them on, but they actually really don't get it. You know, they, they mm. just like, they really prefer you not to, de- they they would love you sitting down wearing them, but when it gets to walking, it just does not make sense to them. You know, who would suffer like that, you know? And you really talk to them, and they love to sell them. I love salesmen. They're like, I know I like selling them, but I don't really recommend them to my girlfriend, though. In any case, but um, this, that's their low tolerance. So the, the male clientele, they really get the equal conversation. They really do, and they're very good customers, very good sellers, very good uh, buyers. So, and um, and after you, you know, you implement it and you get educated on demystifying uh, ethnic hair care is very hard. Uh, we've had that conversation. Demystifying. Uh, what they know about petrolatum versus uh, uh, mineral oils and and, and things of that nature and and it's so sad that uh, uh, mythifying is very dangerous in beauty products because it'll make you exist in a world that's not real and you're not doing what you think you're doing and then you're doing something that you you don't think you're doing It's it's really convoluted so those are the next steps: uh, product, and then education, and then of course demythifying. so you can really be conscious. There's nothing worse than being uh, trying to be conscious and that you're still, you know, miseducated. Uh, I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, uh, yeah, trying to be conscious, you know, and to Well, I'm
0: thinking we, where does where does the, the, um a salon owner, a hairstylist,
1: where do you start? Well, I think you start with education. I think you just start trying to wrap your mind around it, um, and I think you also, you know, because I'm free to talk to. I think I'm very easy to talk to, and to get you to understand it, um, because I do think that they have. See, they they have, they already are doing it. They just never have brought it into their. Their professional world they think that they don't mm. they they don't they don't have to bridge the two you do have to bridge the two that's where you mm-hmm. spend most of your life That's how you feed your family and yourself of course you have to bridge it. And I don't believe that hairstyles are lazy. I don't believe that, that that I don't believe that they are unintelligent. I don't believe that they are any of that. They just don't understand. You have to make them understand how you bridge both worlds. And it's mm-hmm. uh, professionals like myself who go into the manufacturing lab and the the marketing world. And then, and of course, I'm a hairstylist on top of it. You know, know, I'm proud to say that. Um, you have to talk to them. You have to talk to their world. And and as they understand it, you know, it starts going, you know, my, uh, we have a new program called the um, the Beauty CEO, Cosmetic Executive Owner, where they can get their own brand. Then they really understand it after that. They get it. So now they can get their own brand and embark in, and, and sell their own um products, and as they sell their own, and I teach them how to become a cosmetic executive, now they begin to understand what and why they believed what they did.
3: They mm. did that
1: because they were told to do that, and uh, which is a whole new reality. Rafika, that's a whole other conversation. And building, Oh, yeah. I uh, remember new, I'm
0: thinking back when we spoke about that before.
1: Yeah, because that's building they get, where, it's where the training comes from. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that the that, that, that beauty CEO program is building millionaires. And see, and, and, and Dr. Maral himself, uh, the father of Afro, let me tell you something. When he is talking about the cosmetic executive uh, uh, owner program, he is saying, "I we do not need to remove the Korean. We do not need to be, you know, uh, try to minimize or diminish the competition of the European. What we need to do." Is to come out with the best technology the world has ever known, and to outcut them, outstyle them, outsell them, and outbeat them bar none, and to let them eat their heart out, and to see that we are supreme coiffures, supreme cosmetic developers, supreme, you know, stylists. We are the best, and to let them compete with us. And Now, until we take that uh, that position. We're just going to be talking about them versus us. It doesn't matter. In a world of capitalism, we have to become the best. We are the best. We just don't act like it. We can develop the best technology in the history of ethnic hair care. But that's where we need to concentrate. We need to concentrate on competing. Concentrate on being better, faster, styling faster, cutting better, coloring better. And we can do that with our eyes closed. We just have to believe that we can and to be able to trust each other and to be able to, to go into the markets. you know, because we don't sell our natural technology to no one but African Americans. Oh, well, that's, and, another,
0: that's another point I was going to say, because I, I, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, that a lot of the uh, hairstylists are not being trained by black
1: teachers. Right. Or is that well, incorrect? They could be being. They could be, but they are not in the mind that I'm talking about. See, they're not conscious. They're not even. They could be very well African American. They could be of African descent, but the the level that I'm that you and I are, are speaking to your you know your listeners. We're talking about a whole nother consciousness because we are, we are, you know, the only consciousness you need to bring to the Healthier Project or, or to the, the CEO program or to the recycling uh, issue in the eco-green world is an open canvas in saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to relearn. And I'm going to learn what I thought I knew. And what I now know, I know it's not useful because it has led me here. You know and once you once you can understand that you're going to increase your business by hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. You're going to be a million dollar salon at that point you know because you you can't pick your you can't pick enough cotton to be wealthy. no slave has ever done mm. that mm. you can only sell your way you have to be on two streets Rafika. wall Street or main street, mm. one of the two, and if you're not on it. You are the loot. You are you're the one. Is the cattle? You're the one being bought and sold.
0: Mm,
1: you're just, you consumer. know, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So That is how a professional starts. I hope that answered your your question. That is how they start. They They start by understanding the 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 the, the eco green world. And they can call me. We can have the conversation because I can have it as a from a hairstylist. Perspective. I can have it from a independent contractor's perspective. I can have it from a salon owner's perspective. We can have it as a potential beauty entrepreneur, uh, cosmetic executive, a uh, beauty editor, or you know, anywhere they want to have it, hair loss, a trichologist, you know. But you have well, to. Well, we're going to take
0: a break, and we're going to give the phone number out. It's 213-943-3618. That's 213-943-3618. Call in, talk to Dr. Cheryl Murrow. She's got some solutions and some um, definite answers to your questions. And we also have a special giveaway. So call in, press the number one, and uh, answer the history question that Cheryl Murrow is going to present to you in a moment. We're going (laughs) to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk some more about the Healthy Hair Project. And... um, I think your mission statement says um, to fight hair loss and create a safer technology
2: mm-hmm.
0: and to regrow hair, one million African-American women through the green sciences. And when you come back, I would like for you to go a little deeper into what the green sciences mean. You got Is it. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, hang on. We'll be right back.
3: accessories.
0: work special with your host, Sister Rafika, and just remember, if your blog talk radio is not on the Keys 107 network, well, your blog talk radio just ain't on. <laughs> well, we're here with Dr. Cheryl Morrow of California Green Products. And um, who was talking to us about her special and I would say heartfelt initiative called the Healthy Hair Project. And before we went to commercial, um, I asked Cheryl to talk to us a little bit about green scientists. And I just want to dig deeper into what that means. And it's not a scary term. It's an obtainable term. And not only that, uh, as Cheryl stated, becoming green and becoming healthier with how you manage your environment and how you help your customers is not very expensive, and it is obtainable.
1: Is that correct? That is extremely uh, on point. That On point. And, and how I would like to enter that dialogue is by saying green sciences is understanding, and I can see it in my mind's eye, actually, uh seeing Dr. Morrow, uh-huh. and the green sciences is—I'll probably say it's, it's chemistry, you know, uh, so to speak. But the green sciences is allowing nature to speak to you and using the laws of curly hair. So curly hair has laws. It has attributes. It has things that it will do. It has things that it won't do. And once you follow those laws, the green sciences are naturally a pick, minerals. Now, hair only understands what it's made of. It doesn't understand fancy ingredients. It doesn't understand all the the fabulous things that we like to put into um, our products. It only understands water, minerals, protein, it only understands what it is, pH. pH is the ultimate l- language. Green sciences is understanding pH. Mm. pH is very important because that is the only way that somebody has a catabolic or a metabolic antibio- anabolic process. It's the only thing that something mm-hmm. can open or close. It can't open and close by just mere anything. It It, it has to have... It has to speak a language, and pH is how it speaks. Protein mm-hmm. is a fiber, meaning it's almost like a. It's any. It's, it's just like any fiber you wear. You make it straight. You keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. The fiber says, "Well, you know, you know, if you keep pressing corduroy, it will have a permanent print there after a while." You know, protein. The green sciences means that you know once you follow its rules. And unfortunately um cosmetology does not follow the rules of curly hair; it follows the rules of straight hair and uh, and of course you know that's that's a that's a real technical conversation, but the green sciences is very easy to understand because curly hair is very easy to understand, and it has a genetic memory just like anything in environment, you know, like grass or flowers or or, or trees or things of that nature, you know. Um, So green plants is just not just product, just not something that says it's an ingredient in a jar. It's following natural curly hair's way of behavior, paying attention to it and understanding it. And let me just say this. When I teach children about Uh it, they are so fascinated to watch curly hair in the water. (laughs) Yeah, they're very fascinated because it's a very scientific, very fun. It's very light. So when we mm-hmm. apply um, things in our oils and things in our in, um, uh, texture enhancers or our styling, and we say, "Well, how do you make it organic?" Well, in fact, it's very hard to make it bad because you know it, you, necess- you don't unless you purposely are doing something. You should. It's easy to make a, a, an organic product, you know, for. You know, for curly hair, because it doesn't really require much, regardless if it's straight or not, you know. So learning those green sciences is actually a real science project. I mean, I literally could give a a, a zero to, you know, kindergarten or to 12th grade. I could actually give them a curriculum, and it would be a complete science project. You know, you would never think of black hair or ethnic hair or afro hair to being that scientifically, you know, intense. But it Mm -hmm. is. But it's simple. Mm -hmm. But it's and it's easy because there's so many aspects. Curly hair, you know, it's it's dominant, but it's friendly. It, It actually does exactly what you you want to do to it. You know, from coarse to fine. You know, fine hair has certain rules that coarse hair doesn't. Coarse hair has rules that fine hair doesn't, and vice versa. So it's fun to to, to understand it. That's what green sciences is. It's not just stuff that's, you know, it's not ingredients. Green sciences is ingredients, it's rules, it's laws, it's attributes, it's practical, and it's, you know, theory, you know, and it's science. You know, so that's what the green sciences is, and it's very easy to manipulate. You know, it's very easy to implement, very easy to involve and engage yourself to it. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience.
0: So now let's take it. Let's take the concept to the customer. Yeah. Um, the customer comes into a hair salon, and they want these green science products. Are they going to call them organic products? Is that is that the proper title for well,
1: well, it? Whoa, 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 whoa! so glad you said that, because most consumers and your listeners, you know, most people won't admit they don't know what organic means. (laughs) They think they do, but they don't. You know, they think they know what herbal means. They think they know what botanical means. They understand, you know, they they think what natural means. And they're all comparing them to the same thing, you know. And uh, organic is not... You can have an organic version of something bad. You can have a organic, um, you know. (laughs) Let's see, I'm trying to think of, you know, you can have an organic lemon and you can have a regular lemon. And if I said this is a natural lemon and this is an organic lemon, which do you think is better? Mm. But they don't understand because there is no information in between for them to make an educated differentiation Mm -hmm. between the two.
0: Okay, and now because, you know, I think part of the confusion or part of the answer to the question on the consumer level would be you would immediately think about that label, that USD approved or certified organic. But then you're saying that even though you see that, that label on the product, you still don't know what organic well, means. Well, that,
1: well, well, the whole point of that is this. It's almost like the USDA only has certain requirements. But what if, Cheryl Morrow has lemons, and I have higher requirements. Mm.
2: But because U.S. is
1: there, and my, I don't have U.S., in your mind, see, people make mm-hmm. things up in their mind about what's better according to something else. They really don't have the full information to compare it to. It is not the information as it sits individually. It is the information as it compares to the other while you're making the decision, when you're making it, do you do you understand? It's almost as if to say, what's the difference between, you know, a orange juice by Minute Maid or orange juice, you know, by um, Heinz? What's the difference? Mm-hmm. Well, Heinz mm-hmm. says it doesn't do this and do that. You got three things over there. Well, you know, and then Minute Maid says, well, I don't do we we don't do these three. But in compared, one is in Florida, in a good environment doing it, and then Minute Maid is in the slums, and it's under. see so you don't know that, and see it's the information as you compare it to one or the other that you're buying that makes the uh, the best uh, choice. But because you don't know the definitions at time at that point, because people don't educate you to understand the truth in and of the truth, they teach you Mm -hmm. what's the truth about that product at that time. Well, that's just teaching you product knowledge. That's not teaching you truth of the whole industry as a whole. That's just teaching you uh, jargon. See, that's the difference between jargon and copyright. I'm just putting words on a bottle. And unfortunately, that's not good enough because after I have a conversation with a professional, the professional says, well, Dumbfounded. and I said the only difference between you and I is that I learned it outside of the jargon. I learned its truth, not the truth, not someone's version of it. I learned the you know the truth. And see, once it you know once you start putting the in the front of it, that's somebody's opinion about that particular thing at that time. Well, if you learn curly hair for the sake of science then you learn it its attributes you know but then if i'm going to learn you know curly hair from afro sheen then now i'm going to now get afro sheen's definition of what it is and then of course i never get it because i've learned it based on someone teaching it to me to sell me something and that is what com- consumers get confused because they're always learning it from someone selling against the other person that they don't want you to buy so you always consistently get that information. Uh, uh, you get sellers' information. All you do is get product information. You never get truth because you're never getting the information from someone who's not trying is is not trying to sell you something. So I know that was. A I, long
0: was that. Be- <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that. I was <laughs> just getting ready to say that, Cheryl. I was, you know, that is the key. And 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 you know, and when, when we are watching these commercials and we're reading these ads. We have to just keep that in mind that they're basically they're trying to sell us something,
2: mm-hmm. and that's
0: the objective. And like you said, you don't know. Um, like you know, you know. Speaking of that concept of trying to sell us something, you know, when you was talking earlier, my mm-hmm. I, I, I reflected back on that commercial for that product. I'm not going to say the name.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a
0: product where they have a big, uh, um, I don't know if it's supposed to be a lake or what it's supposed to be of um, cranberries, and they have yeah. men. Standing in the cranberries, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. talking about if it has sugar in it or
4: not. It's like
0: something (laughs) must be wrong with this picture because they're standing in the cranberries. Yes, yes, Why would somebody want to buy a product? And this is, again, the manipulation. You don't know what you're buying. Where did the cranberries come from that's in that bottle you're drinking?
1: (laughs) Right, 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 right. You know, and and the thing is, is that all they know is that they think that the cranberries that they're standing in the middle of it goes straight to their bottle. Yeah, right. And that is what to that's what it allows you to assume. And and I think the um, uh, one of the things that I would I wanted to do is um, film, and I I did it for about a year, but I lost it it's somewhere in my computer. But to be able to take a camera and to actually go down the aisle with women. Mm-hmm. Um, in beauty supply stores, and to ask them, do they know what they're buying and why? And they have the a list of why they're there,
2: Mm-mm-mm.
1: and they actually believe that.
2: Yeah.
1: And then after they re- after they get it all out, after they get it all out, Rafika, they don't know. So and but the time but, but why do they feel that they have to have a reason this this whole thing that they go through is is what keeps them um insatiable and keeps them confused it, it it's a bad marriage it really... well i i think
0: that's the first thing i expressed to you when um in in our first porch talk on the keys 107 network yes, 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 yes. i told you going down the aisle in these stores is is the most confusing and overstimulating experience because there are so many products,
2: yes. all of
0: them saying the same thing, and now you have those organic, <laughs> certified organic stickers, oh, <laughs> and then you've got like 25 products with the certified organic sticker, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, how do you know what's what? And you can't ask the, the
1: salesperson because they don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. They and just don't know,
1: Cheryl. And let me just say this. I would uh, hope that I could start a uh, dialogue with African-American owners of products, such as um, Lisa Price and of uh, Carol's Daughter and other th- people who have to, because they have to understand they have a higher responsibility when you're African descent. Mm-hmm. So, but when you bottle up something, We expect you to tell us. We don't expect you to do the same thing now. You can't do the same thing now. You're supposed to free us from the marketing world. You're supposed to, you know, and one of the things that we do here, because we will always keep a 1-800 number so we can allow you to call our lab tech to ask us, because we don't want you to use something first and you don't ask. That's very important here, mm-hmm. and you can ask about. And it's very important when when companies like you know, Chicks and other things, we it it, it we so we naturally trust you because you are of color. But that's a heavy responsibility once you do that, because we're expecting you to don't you know, don't give us um, you know cake. You know we're hungry. You know, let them eat cake. You know, we're expecting you to really uh, educate us and to try to pull us, you know, steering us into something that's a lot more whole. I love the shopping bag. Um, um, Macy's have a, no, 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 no. Bloomingdale's, I think, has a shopping bag that says educated consumer. I know you've seen Mm -hmm. that that, that shopping Mm -hmm. bag. That's powerful. That means that this, the consumer that has that bag more than anyone else has that that has their bags when they go into shopping. That means that you're intelligent and and I, and, and and I'm not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's very powerful marketing. I love that bag because mm-hmm. what it says is is that I bought because I made a, ch- a, a an educated choice.
0: An educated choice.
1: And that is what the Helping Hair Project and myself and Doctor Mar are trying to do in ethnic hair care. Now, you mentioned the green lady,
0: Um, and I know our time is running out, so I don't want to leave without talking about her. I love it. It's beautiful. It's so earthy. It's so um, powerful that the tree is her hair.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, you said that this can be on the... um, the window or the door of a hair yeah, salon. It comes in, a, a, in a in a label. In. You, right, you can use it
1: in a label, you can get it in poster or you can say that we are a a a a uh, Healthy Hair Project concept salon. That we have gone through the dialogue in the in the course. That we have received, you know, this green knowledge. We have been forever changed, you know. <laughs> hmm we, <we're> <laughs> Yes. And and, and two but think of the, the irony, though. You know, the world's first people. And to be able to bring this dialogue to back to center and to be able to say, we're no longer, you know, the, the, the price of beauty, you know, should not be our hair. Mm. And we're no longer going to let beauty make us sick. You know, enough is enough. The line must be drawn here. And we must also band together as professionals and as consumers. Because we have little girls and we have young teenage women. I have a great mentor and great young people uh, around me. They have the most beautiful hair, Rafika. And my job is to make sure 50 to 75 years from now, when we're gone, is that we told them that we were not going to leave them in a mess and defend for themselves, that we are going to, you know, why Dr. Morrow is still 73, I'm 46. You know, we have time to correct this and to be able to put and lay a foundation for good formula. Good technology mm-hmm. to 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 reach back and get Dr. Curtis and Dr. Carver and get their 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 green sciences and get to them to be familiar with their hair to to not have to, to 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 understand we need a full generation of people who know what their real texture looks like not I haven't seen it in thirty years girl I don't know what it looked like I mean that's that's unacceptable mm. not acceptable. And to be able to know that locking and, and, and doing other uh, just sub cultural st- hairstyles, trying to connect to something, trying to connect to our African center, and to do it just practically is not in the Afrocentric mentality. That is not the green sciences. That's just a practical hairstyle. That's just that's just another hairstyle. It has nothing to do with core. Practicing of green science as a natural hair care, and and I don't even like that using the word natural hair care myself, and, and that's a mm-hmm. whole other reason why I don't. Because there's actually really no such thing. There's hmm. no such thing as natural hair. So by saying that, um, we have a real global uh, opportunity. To, to get back into the, the, our African center with all of the, the green lady. The green lady is the, the first lady we've ever known, you know, Mother Sky, you know, Mother Earth, however we want to, to, to put it. But it's it's here to stay. It will be here when we're gone. I guarantee you will be the last thing standing. And we have to, to participate in being kind to it. As we're kind to ourselves, and she's a representation of that. You know, she embodies all of that spirit and all of that, that beauty and all of that sacred geometry and 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 and, and goodness and healthy and sophistication and commercialism. She, she's she's souped the nuts. Now That's is she the is.
0: Uh, healthy is the healthy hair product project in
1: effect now, or is it a particular yes. launch date? It, well, it is people practicing it now. There's a team in Atlanta mm-hmm. who practices it. And it is under the toolage right now of a woman named Kim Weeks. Mm-hmm. And her um, business partner, I think she's at Downstate University, right where you where you are. Um, they mm, work Brooklyn. very closely. Yes, they work very closely with me. Um, I think her name is uh, Deborah Pointer. Um, Kim Weeks is out of... Um, uh, uh, Atlanta, Alabama, and these women have taken the the healthy Hair, the Healthy Hair Project is has a very fun element they have we have a a music project called Sounds Beautiful. The Healthy Hair Project has thought of everything. I have you know, I've tried to think of everything, but Sounds Beautiful is the eco green audio.
2: Mm.
1: There is no more radio, toxic music, toxic sound, TV or any of that mm. in the salon only sound oh no oh we don't. even the help project we do, we do sound too we do air uh-huh. we do water <laughs> we do furniture <laughs> we do uh <laughs> we do um, uh, there's a there's a there's a whole new eco green line of furniture coming so uh-huh. the here project is sound and the sound uh, you can buy the CD. Um, the launch date, of course, I will definitely let you know, Rafika. But the sounds beautiful. It's only music that talks about beautiful people. We don't. It, there's oh. no nothing, no misogyny, no negativity, no loud. No, it is at a very low uh, um, volume. Octave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very appropriate word and. Talks about it is men and women talking about beautiful people, something beautiful, mm. and that changes the molecular structure of the environment. Music changes you at the molecular level.
0: Oh, I believe that. So,
1: yeah. So, so sound is very uh, uh, important. So, the Healthy Hair Project. So, that these particular two women. Uh, help me in fact there is we start with young people because we make it a competition and we make young people think about something sweet and beautiful and they are, they are to record it and then of course submit it to Sounds Beautiful the Healthy Hair Project because then it will mm-hmm. be listened to salons around the country so you know there's a lot of people in salons so that's how we they get their music out but they are supposed to write something that uplifts beauty of a person. That's the requirement of getting unsounds beautiful.
0: Now, we're almost near the closing hour, and I wanted to give you some time mm-hmm. to talk about these wonderful products and throw okay. out our history question. And what yes. we're going to do is we're going to ask um, our listeners to um, send in their answer to suggestions at the Keys one zero seven network dot com. The answer to suggestions at the keys one. Z- <laughs> Let me start over. Suggestions <laughs> at the keys one zero seven network dot com, or go to our, our website wwwthekeys dot one zero seven network dot com, and you'll see the box that says suggestions. Just just pop the answer right in. So, Cheryl, before you give the question, I'm going to have yes. to come back to all of that. I know it. Tell us about the California Green Line.
1: Oh, man, the California Green Line. And just to give you guys just some information, back in 1995, when they when the curl obviously was going out of vogue and the, the women wanted to go back to straight hair and then they wanted something natural, they had something, the phenomenon called Rio and then Copa. Debbie Allen was selling it back in the day and blah, blah, blah. Well, Dr. Morrow was called to get that company out of trouble and to reformulate it. Mr. Morrow says it cannot be done. And, of course, oh, yeah, it could be done. Mr. Morrow says it cannot be done. Not the way you're doing it. So Mr. Morrow says, well, he said, the best way we can do it is that you can't make something bad Good why don't we you can't take a relaxer and then try to make it better and healthier? We have to take a my best conditioning technology and then we have to build upon that. You have to build on something healthy you can't build on something that's that you know is designed to destroy mm-hmm. so with that being said nineteen ninety seven came and the California green is. Seventeen years in the making. Wow, you know, and, and most people don't realize that, that that Well, why would it take that long? Because when you have to study curliness as a science to be able to get it right, and it just sometimes takes that. And then, too, of course, Mr. Morrow, at, at at the heart of his skill set, he's a scientist more than he's anything. He's a barber and a, and a scientist. And scientists, the reason why they take so long to do things is because they're always trying to find out how not to do it. The best way, to, see, and, and the nots tell you more than the do's. You know, you make discover something, then you start saying, well, I wonder if we do this. So California Green is 17 years in the making, and that is why Mr. Morrow is the world's authority on it. You know, uh, on this organic way of being able to create smoothing and cuticle control, and and how do we keep the hair straight without using any harsh chemicals? What is the science? How do we do that? So California Green is the most organic that you can get. It doesn't need any, doesn't have any active. It doesn't need any neutralizing. And the, there's a press system, of course. There's a cosmetic. So you just flat iron it in. Our shampoos are oil bases and protein bases. Okay, um, the oils are all water soluble. Our setting um, cream is organic, so we don't have all those heavy oil uh, alcohols. So we are trying to put together a, 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 a happy medium into the organic mm-hmm. world. So when you want to be conscious and want to be able to achieve, now the ticket is and the key. You know, if this is the keys, right? That's Go the keys. A, the key here is is for you to understand your hair again because the organic world needs you to participate. Mm. You know, this is not something that you use and you say, okay, well, bam, it, it didn't work. Well, if it did do that, then you would tell me it had chemical in it and then it's not supposed to do that because organic doesn't work like that. You are absolutely correct. You know, the, or California Green Texture Enhancement is not designed to straighten hair. It does not change genetic structure. It changes behavior
3: mm. as the
1: hair behaves to the elements. That's what it changes. It does not change the DNA. Does not change the structure. Does not change the texture or the absorption. It only changes the absorptions levels, ph and allows the hair to behave different. And that's the key. Now it takes seventeen years to get the key. But you have to stick to it and that's what most that's why you have to be a scientist. You can't be a businessman trying to take seventeen years. A businessman would not even do that. That's right. That would be way too long. You have to be a scientist at heart in order to do that. You have to be completely engaged and amazed by your own self every second of the day. So, and trust me, that's why I'm the more of the business part Mr. Morrow is completely excited about those little pieces of hair in his office and and piece <laughs> of paper and tape to his shirt. Oh, my God. And then he's walking around with product on his neck and under his eyes. And this is what he does for black women. Mm. That's what he does every single day. And that's what makes him the pro. And that's what makes him mm. 50 to 100 years ahead of everybody because that's what he does. He allows it. I mean, he's in love with it. He's completely married to it. My mother is just there. He's married to it, you know. So he's married to hair,
0: but yes. but I think that's important that you say that because he's not somebody who just is looking to make money, mm-hmm. to make his name known. This is something that he
1: believes in and he's committed to. Yes, yes. He looks. And, I and think he, I'm, and he, and I'm glad like you a said scientist. that. Yeah, and he <laughs> looks like a scientist. Hair. Although I'm telling you, his buddies come in. You know, everyone loves to walk in on him. You know, and, you know, he's one of the, the staple top business guys here in the city. So everyone loves to come and invent and, and ask him what does they think about a patent. And, well, you know, they 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 really enjoy him, you know, but he looks like a scientist. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, and then, too, he'll tell you before he's a barber and a scientist, he's a farmer. Because that's where he's mm-hmm. learned his best skills.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, Mr. Marl's a great – oh, he sells all the wine and – Greens and onions, all the fresh produce. Well, I'm telling you, he's a, he's a farmer, but that's where he learned the, the the green sciences. I mean, you can't. There's no shortcuts, Rafika. No shortcuts. And see, mm-hmm. that's why I always tell every you know all my peers. They always say, "Oh, Cheryl, you're you're good. I'm not as good as the old man. Mm. Never."
0: Well, I I, I want to say to our listening audience that um I've been um, blessed to have tried the California Green products and I'm I'm loving it. It's it's the smell, it's clean. And these are things that we talked about in one of our interviews you said that you mm-hmm. told me about the smell being clean and how it's not mm-hmm. oily to the touch. Mm-hmm. And um I I just want to confirm right now verbally publicly that uh, you are right. <laughs> the products are wonderful and I encourage everyone to um get on the phone, get on the internet Call up Dr. Cheryl Morrow and um, order mm-hmm. your California Green products. Um, also, you have to come up with that um, magic question so that we can yes. give away some okay. of these products um, to our listeners.
1: Well, and, um, I'm going to you... make it kind of hard for them. I don't make, and I can make it easier for them. But one of the things that I was uh, uh, thinking about: Are we ready for that question? Oh, we're ready for the question. Okay. When the fr- Afro was first introduced in the early 60s, and see, this is going to be an aged question, uh, unfortunately. Was it called the Afro, Afro-natural, or Fro? Or oh, natural. my goodness. What <laughs> was it called?
0: Okay, so let's let's re- 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 restate the question. <laughs> <laughs> When the Afro was first introduced in the early
1: 60s? Yes. Okay. What, what was, it, was called? it called? That's a good question. You know, I gave you a good multiple, and I gave you a multiple choice there. That's right. You said, no, the Afro, no, the Fro. <laughs>
0: what was it called? I'm writing before, down, it was before you call, have a Huh? The fro. Yes, so You know I always have my pen and paper when I'm talking to you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I'm doing. When I dial your number I stop and I get my pen and my paper. <laughs> okay, now the fro. The afro.
1: Okay, what was the other choice? Okay. The the, the, the fro? Afro mm-hmm. Afro natural. Nat or Afro uh, natural. Okay. The now, afro see, now that, that or the
2: Natural?
1: Right, right. Now, that is completely a historical question. And, and, and most people don't realize that black ethnic hair care can get real trivial. and That's another game we should create, the, the black hair trivia.
0: <laughs> because that, that's trivia. Yes. Oh, my goodness.
1: Okay. Well, mm. now, well see, I, now I'm he,
0: going to... Direct people to the website, um, thekeys107.com, thekeys107network.com, and tell them to go to the uh, first page where it says join our mailing list, and they can um, put in that information there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Cheryl, I think it's easier if they go to suggestions at thekeys107network.com. Suggestions. Okay. At the yeah. keys 107 networkcom And I'm going to be fair. I'm going to restate the question one more time. Question for the big prize. When the Afro was first introduced in the early 1960s, what was it called? A, the Fro, B, the Afro, C, the Afro-natural, or D, the natural?
1: Right. Perfect.
0: So we're going to see how this goes, <laughs> and I will I will call you during the week yes. to um, let you know how this one is going. And um, we have a caller on the line, and before I hang up, I just want to make sure that this caller doesn't have a question okay? and is just listening in. But if you do have a question, just press 1 on your keypad, and um, we'll bring you in. Okay. But if not, uh, we're almost ready to close out. And I'm not seeing the number one come. but We do have a lot of people who just listen in, uh, Cheryl. They just um, yes, yes, yes.
1: You yes. know, silent listeners and they're taking notes, probably like me. Right. And uh, what do I do under- and, and, and And we and, and, and every time I do an interview, I, I will say most people are so um, engaged into the conversation because after they hear me, they actually don't know what to ask. But <laughs> i right oh. them. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because you know the this particular information is thought provoking and I want them to understand that you know the hair that's on their head the hair that's on their head is the most natural most human most human human like of all the hair textures on the planet. Mm. And for them to understand that and to med- to connect that to their African center for just a minute, and then they can ask their questions. And so sometimes it takes weeks. I get it. Yeah. I completely get well, it.
0: Well, I was like that when I first heard you on Brother Leroy's show. I was taking down notes so fast. And after we finished, I called Brother Leroy, who does a show with us, called the communicate. I was like, Brother Leroy, can I please have Cheryl's number so I can call her? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Because it was just, it. And, and you're right. I mean, you 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 bring things to our thought pattern that should be natural for us when we walk into a salon. We go into a store. It shouldn't be confusing. Mm-hmm. It's it's it should not be confusing, but it is confusing. And you know, you walk into this and, and, environment, right? And the
1: next level of consciousness for for all of us is to to for us to get out of our lexicon the word natural hair if I can go to my grave if I'm 90 and 100 years old we can stop saying that
2: <laughs> because
1: what I want them to replace it with is human hair mm. and to and of course for me to go get that other group is for them to stop attaching human hair to straight hair Mm. That's a misnomer. That's backwards. Because if a scientist were to cut off a, what we call nappy, and if a person were to cut off straight hair, they would need a a microscope to see if the straight hair is human. They would not need to do that to a nappy head of hair. They would say, that is afro, that is human, right off the bat. So... To get us to stop saying natural and to to attach humanness to straight hair and not humanness to curly hair and to just call it natural is just really so backwards and convoluted to me. But that's a whole nother world when I'm 80 and 90 for us to actually have a generation of, of people to never say that again and to always know that curly hair is the most human. So, you know... I know it's a whole bunch of paradigm stages we need to get to to get to that, and I do realize that. But, you know, we're going to – Rafika, you're part of that process. You're part of well, that Well, I'm process. so
0: excited to, um, you know, have been introduced to this new thinking process, and I think the um, the Healthy Hair Pro- Project is, is just monumental, and, and I like the conversation about the water Conversation about the air, conversation about the product, and even the sound. And you are absolutely right. When you walk into a hair salon and they're playing, they're blasting this music from another dimension. You feel inside yourself. I know myself. I'm like, could you please turn that down? Yeah. First of all, I can't talk to the to the technician or the, the stylist if, if the music is so loud.
1: Mm-hmm. And how about well, the world? And, and, and I'm building another world only because I've worked in it. I'm from it. I'm a hairstylist. And you have to understand that I'm allowing the professionals to change because I love who we are. But, 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 beauticians are special people, we have special skills. We are the magicians. You know, and that's important for us to, to, to uphold. Things that magicians have. I mean, we have nothing but we have potions and 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 good stuff in our grab bags, and we need to really understand that. We need to get into that mindset. We need to really understand that that's a different energy we bring. We make people beautiful. Mm-hmm. We can we can change a suicidal mentality to a powerful mentality just by giving them a haircut and a color and talking to them and massaging them and and getting them from. You know that's a very important role in society.
0: It is, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. say that that is the the perfect ending to our conversation today about um the rethinking the environment of the hair care industry, the healthy hair product with Dr. Cheryl Moreau. Cheryl, is there a telephone number that you would like to give out if people want sure. to contact
1: you? Sure, you can give us a call um one eight hundred. Nine seven nine two eight seven five, that's again one eight hundred nine seven nine two eight seven five, and you can buy books, historical books, um, and the one of the things that also um, I'm excited by uh Rafika, you guys being our satellite on that side of the world instead of having to come all the way here to, you know, to California to get things and they can, you know, the people in your area can also uh, get some of the, uh, the the items there. And I'm excited about just being involved um, in spreading. Mr. Uh, Dr. Morrow and myself, we're only two people, and I just uh, am, am also thankful. So I'm thanking you and, and the whole Keys family. I really appreciate you.
0: Well, we are looking forward to um, being distributors of the um, California Green product line in our store, uh, Moon 107. And as soon as we firm up those details, we're going to just do a a massive launching, and we're just over the moon with it. (laughs) We're going to ask Ernie Smith to uh, take us out with the song Lovely Things because I thought this would sort of fit into the um, Healthy Hair Project with the sounds. And only talking about things that are beautiful. So here we go, Ernie, take us out. Cheryl, hold the line. I just got a text. Um, send your answer to the um, question to suggestions at the keys 107 networkcom And just to repeat the question one more time is, um, when the Afro was first introduced in the early 1960s, what was it called? A, the Fro, B, the Afro, C, the Afro-Natural, and D the natural. So send your answer to that question to suggestions at the Keys one zero seven network dot com. Excuse me, Mr.
1: Ernie Smith. Ernie J. Smith, excuse
4: me. <laughs> can i ask for more. Uh-huh. Let's celebrate, baby. Na, na, na.